Greetings my dear friends welcome to our Wednesday night service I do believe that each and every one of you that is tuned in today you are here because the Lord wants to speak to you afresh the Lord wants to meet you at the point of your need we are not here by another coincidence or just like that the Lord has divinely orchestrated for the few of us to gather in the name of Jesus The Lord has orchestrated for us to spend time in worshiping him together. The Lord has planned for this evening to be a blessing to each and every one of us. Thank you for being here. And if you're here for the very first time, we would love to know where you're watching us from and how you got introduced to the stream and we'd love to get to know you better. So leave a comment and if you've been a regular here make sure to like the video and share it with your friends before we continue with the stream uh, that'll really help us to get the word out there so that more people can be blessed and more people can be equipped and empowered by the streams that come uh, week after week i do believe that uh, the lord is doing a deep and a personal work in each and every one of our lives and that was so evident last weekend when the word came uh, the word was so prophetic and yet it was so sharp it was correcting us as much as it was encouraging us and uh, i do believe that uh, we have our vision fixed from last week where god is telling us you cannot put your trust in human beings you cannot put your trust in human institutions you cannot put your trust in anybody else except me i should be your hope your hope your trust your dependency has to be in me and uh, we finished with that scripture which is so powerful heal me o lord and i will be healed save me o lord and i will be saved for thou art my praise for you are my praise uh, i believe that and that should be the testimony of every christian that we should say god you are the one that i want to praise and adore every boasting that i have it is in you i cannot boast in my abilities my talents my ministry my capabilities no all my boasting all my praise all my adoration is found in my relationship with you is found in my dependency on you and if that is your prayer and if that is your desire then you're in the right place you're in the right stream in this season you are going to continue to be rooted in Christ in his voice in his presence in this season the lord is anchoring you in the right place see the hope that we have in Christ it is a beautiful place for you to be anchored uh, the the trust that we have in God that is a beautiful place for you to be anchored that is a beautiful place for you to be rooted all other grounds are shaky ground but your trust in Christ that is a good place where you can be rooted and uh, i thank god for the prophetic voices that god has been using in our lives week after week our father and mother um that has been bringing the heart of god to us we thank god for their lives we pray for them 
and we uh, stand with everything that God is releasing through their lives into our generation, um, into uh, nations. It's not just one community in Canada or in India. It's nations that are being impacted by the word that is coming week after week. And so as a family, it is our privilege to stand and receive and and be the branches, be the extension of that grace wherever we are placed by God. Uh, so may the Lord continue to use you, bless you wherever you are tuned in from. And if you would like to connect with the family, try to tune in a little early and you can connect here on the stream and you can chat and you can get to know each other and we can grow together as a community and uh, it is such a blessing to have a family like this uh, today we are going back to the book of revelation we've studied a lot of things till now we've seen how the church will go through the tribulation we've seen how the nation of israel will progress through the tribulation we've seen how the one world government will change uh, during the end time and how it will be established and how it will change its colors uh, through the seven year period. Then we also learned about how Jesus will come and he will uh, rule and reign upon the earth for thousand years, followed by the great judgment and followed by the new heaven and new earth and the new Jerusalem coming down from God. And then we come to the conclusion of the book of Revelation. That's where we are at today. And we're going to read a few scriptures and we'll try to see what is God's heart for us today. What is God speaking to us today? How can we change? How can we grow? How can we become better in our relationship with God? I know that uh, this month we have an instruction to worship, to praise so I'll try and finish as soon as possible so that we can go back into worship, so we can go back into praising, we can go back into celebrating the goodness of God in our lives. Uh, we are in verse 7 of Revelation chapter 22. The Bible says, Look, I am coming soon. Blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. So this is... Uh, Jesus speaking and he says look I am coming soon so blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy that are written in this book so he's uh, telling us of a blessing that is gonna come to those who obey but he says the reason you need to obey is because I am coming soon very very soon you know that that word soon there it almost gives us a urgency now of course this was spoken or written over thousands of years back and yet the urgency is there even today you know if you read the news of what is happening in israel if you would just follow what is happening all over the world the way that times and the seasons are being accelerated the way that the, there is so much negotiations and work that is happening uh, to form this one world government to uh, to bring uh, all these biblical prophecies to pass. Uh, we know that the coming of Jesus is sooner than ever before. 
You know, you don't have to wait for another thousand or two thousand years for Jesus to return. This is my personal belief. Okay, I may be wrong or I may be right, but this is what I I want to believe that Jesus will come in my generation and I will see him face to face. I thank God for a few more people here on this stream that are believing for that and are working towards it. You know, the reason his coming is being delayed, the Bible says, is because God the Father, he wants all men to repent. He's not slow concerning his promises. It's just that he is waiting for one more person to repent, for one more person to accept Jesus, for one more person to experience eternal life. And that is the reason the delay is there. Uh, and it is not because God doesn't want uh, to send Jesus to the earth. And when we understand that, we have to become uh, excited and intentional about our pursuit of the lost, our pursuit of people that don't know Jesus, our pursuit of preaching the gospel to the ends of the earth. We have to become radical evangelists in this season so that we can see this promise come to pass. Yes, I am coming soon. Yes, I am coming soon. You know, in fact, uh, we've we've been getting all of your questions and your emails and comments from the previous teachings. And, and one of the emails that we received uh, did have a particular question that I'd like to address right now. Um, the question that this sister asked is uh, from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. We did talk about this in the previous streams, so you can definitely go back and revisit it if you'd like to study it in more detail. And we were studying how the Bible says that Jesus will come like a thief in the night, right? When Jesus returns, it will be very unexpected for the people around us. But that's not true about Christians. That's not true about believers. For people that are part of the church, we are children of the light, Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. So we will not be caught off guard. We will not be surprised. In fact, we will be expecting Jesus to come soon. And yet, there is another scripture that we need more clarity upon. That's what the sister is asking. And she asked us how the Bible says in verse 3, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 3, it says that when everything is peaceful and secure, suddenly disaster will come. So her question is, uh, the Bible says that when everything is peaceful and secure, Jesus will come. No, the Bible actually doesn't say that. The Bible says when everything is peaceful and secure, suddenly disaster will come. Suddenly judgments will come. Suddenly the end time will come. The day of the Lord will come. The dispensations will change and suddenly everything will be accelerated. That's what it means. Now, for that to happen, we need to reach a world where everything is peaceful and everything is secure. See, uh, it's, it's so funny how the world views peace and security. You know, they would pick up a vaccine and they would say, okay, this is what is going to bring peace. This is what is going to bring us security. They would pick up, uh, you know, things and they would say, okay, if we can just you know, do these, these, these things, we'll be protected, we'll be covered, we'll be fine. And and we, we've seen how so many times people fall for it. 
and the bible says when everybody thinks that okay it's all settled we have all the answers we have all the uh, problems now solved there is no problem in the middle east there is no problem for oil there is no problem with uh, this uh, climate change now everything is sorted out when they reach a point of contentment that's when the bible says all of a sudden the end will be there all of a sudden just like uh, you know the labor pains kick in for a pregnant mother that's the illustration that paul gives he says just like the labor pains kick in now when the labor pains come doesn't mean the child is going to come immediately it means the process has begun you know the 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 journey is on and sooner or later you are going to give birth to a child and that's what it means uh, so uh, so when the bible says jesus will come like a thief in the night and that everything will be peaceful and secure when jesus comes it is not saying that when everything is peaceful and secure jesus will come let's read first thessalonians 5 very carefully it says when everything is peaceful and secure disaster will come he doesn't say jesus will come disaster will come like uh, the the pregnant woman's uh, labor pains kicking in and uh, and and that will be like the onset of the next dispensation the day of the lord and at the end of the dispensation is when we see jesus coming back and here we read about this uh, in uh, revelation chapter 22 verse 7 jesus says look i am coming soon so you need to be prepared i am coming soon uh, i am coming sooner than you think sooner than you expect i am coming uh, so you need to be prepared how can you be prepared it says blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy that are written in this book now we've been reading the book of revelation for some time now and our natural tendency is of course to analyze and to get solutions and to get information and knowledge of world events of you know events that pertain to us and all of that and and to probably draw a timeline of how the end times will happen and yet the intention or the purpose of this book coming to us was not so that we'll have a lot of information or knowledge the purpose was so that we will grow in obedience so that we will grow in submission so that we will grow in our understanding of who god is and what god wants to do in our lives see obedience is a very very key factor god doesn't say blessed are all those that are attending church regularly blessed are those all those that are tithing regularly it says blessed are all those who are obeying what i have spoken obeying the words of this prophecy the words of prophecy that are written in this book i want you to not just understand or just uh, become ritualistic about it i want you to obey the words that have been given to you now there are several dimensions in which we can experience and walk in obedience one we have to walk in obedience to god's word when something is written and it is clear and it is understandable this is what god wants us to do we have to obey that second we have to identify our spiritual parents and uh, the bible says we need to obey our leaders 
and we need to submit to them and so week after week or month after month or every time you have an encounter with your spiritual parent you will have an instruction you will have a word that is spoken over your life and so that is a word that we have to become intentional to obey intentional to pursue obedience through see Uh, the thing with so many of us is that we think okay as long as i read the bible and as long as i've got the basics right i don't need to submit to a man or i don't need to submit in a church i don't need any of these protocols of uh, submitting to people but uh, if you read scripture god always and always uh, uses a system to bless us and you know in the new testament uh, god has planted this body called the church and god has placed apostles prophets pastors teachers evangelists who are going to equip us in the context of the church and we are so thankful for our man of god for our prophet uh, who've been bringing god's word to us and in this season we need to become intentional to obey not just celebrate the word that comes to us or to just thank uh god for the word that comes to us but now, but now to obey that word you know in this season uh, there is a word that came saying this month we need to worship like never before so let me ask you a follow up question on that are we actually doing that on a day to day basis not just once in a week but every day are we setting aside time for undignified praise in our homes are we setting aside time for worship to give to god to sacrificially serve god on a daily basis are we doing that you don't have to necessarily confess your mistakes but if you if you're missing the mark this may be a good place for you to start in you know it, it just just reading and obeying god's word is not in itself everything you have been blessed with spiritual parents in a community where you've been taught and you've been given instructions and you've been helped and guided it is necessary that you and i we learn how to grow in obedience even in the context of those relationships and the third place that i believe where we need to grow in obedience is the gentle nudges or the whispers of the holy spirit you know i learned this from our father how he would immediately respond when the holy spirit would tell him to do something or the holy spirit will lead him in another direction some of us we spend 5 years 10 years 15 years trying to get another confirmation uh, to see if this is truly from god if it is god's will let god send a prophet let god send somebody else and we we keep delaying and procrastinating but now god says wait we don't have time my coming is very very near i am coming soon so blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy that are written here so my prayer is that in this season i and uh, you we will remain attentive our ears will remain attentive to the words the prophetic words that are supposed to be obeyed not just prophetic words that are supposed to be recorded and just you know uh things that we will go back to and thank god for but things instructions that we can obey that that is how we will respond to god that god will speak to us when we read the word that he will speak to us through our men and women of god and he will speak to us through this gentle nudges and whispers of the holy spirit 
so don't don't just uh, say okay i i only want to hear from the word or i only want to hear from my pastor i only want to hear from the holy spirit no use every method that god will give you an instruction from to submit to learn grow and walk in obedience in this season because when jesus comes back he is looking for a generation he is looking for a church he is looking for people that know how to obey that have made it their practice that have made it, made it their life's goal to obey the voice of god then we go on to see in verse 8 it says i john i am the one who heard and saw all these things so john is testifying of all the things that he saw and all the things that he heard all the things that he experienced now see john had to be a tremendously humble person uh, to have received the kind of revelations that he received and for that not to make him proud if you read uh, the first chapter uh, chapter 1 of revelation and verse 1 and 2 you will see the posture of john's heart he calls himself a bond servant he says i am just a bond servant in fact the root word in greek means i am a slave to jesus i am a slave of god you know the primary duty of a slave is to just obey the master right and and that's what we see here that's why god was so impressed by john that is why god gave him that revelation in the first place if you read revelation chapter 1 verse 1 and 2 it says the revelation is meant to go to the servants or the bond servants or to the slaves of jesus and and he says because i am one of them because i am a bond servant because i am a slave that revelation now came to me uh, so and here he says i john i am the one i heard all these things and i saw all these things he is is putting his name on the line he says i am the one i was there i heard it i saw it with my own eyes and he says and when i heard and saw them them when i say them it is all the events that will take place we read about the tribulation the the beast and the antichrist and everything that the enemy does okay he says when i saw them i fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me now this is crazy because the bible says john was so mesmerized by what he saw and the one who showed it to him that he immediately fell at the feet of this angel and he began to worship this angel isn't that crazy look at this john is a very mature apostle and john is uh, in his 90s when this is happening okay this is not in his younger days when he would you know by mistake do something wrong no this is uh, towards the later half of his life in fact the last 10% of his life that's when he's experiencing this revelation and the bible says he made a mistake at that point and he fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to him see this angel was not a wrong character it was not a bad character the angel was sent by god was a blessing from god for john was ordained by god to bring this revelation to john and yet at one point john made a mistake of bowing his knee 
and beginning to worship this angel that God had sent to him. Now, this is something that we need to flee from. You know, our father taught on this last Sunday and even the previous Wednesday that we need to run away from worship of our men of God, our pastors, our leaders. We can never put our trust in people. That any time that we begin to worship people, see, this person must have been used by God to bring us a revelation. This person must have been used by God to bring us that financial breakthrough. You know, th- that person might be your benefactor, might be the person who lavished you with money and gifts and all of that. And yet, when we begin to bow our knee to them, when we begin to put our trust in them, when we begin to think that all of my needs will be met in this person, I can just depend on him day or night, automatically we have reached a place where we have started to worship that person. You know, usually when we say worship, we think of it in very spiritual terms. We think, okay, I am not made an idol of this person or I have not, uh, you know, like literally gone and bowed down my knee before him or I am not falling prostrate before him. So I must, I must be doing all right. But you see, worship is much, much more than that. Worship is about who you depend on. Worship is about how your dependency has now turned to a man whereas it was supposed to be on God see in the garden of Eden uh, Adam and Eve they began to depend on a tree to tell them what is good and what is evil and that became worship God wanted these guys to depend on him to know what is good and evil it's not like God didn't want them to tell know what is good or evil just that God wanted to be the source, God wanted to be the reason, the the voice that will tell them what is good and evil rather than them depending on a tree or on a fruit. And my, my hope is that in spite of us having alternatives, in spite of us having other trees and, you know, uh, all these fancy things that uh, draw us after them, in this season, we will intentionally go after God. We will intentionally bow our knee before God. We will uh, expose every false worship, every fake worship, every pretense worship, every worship that is to the wrong source, to the wrong direction, in the wrong direction. We will expose them to God and we will will repent for them and we will pray uh, that God will help us to overcome them uh, like uh, for, for good. It says that John... The mature apostle, he made the mistake of bowing his knee to this angelic character. Now, look at this. It was not the mistake of the angel. It was not because the angel said something wrong. So don't ever blame your pastor saying, oh, my pastor did this or or, this man did it. He manipulated me or he used me. No, it's not their fault. It is our fault that sometimes we do not have the right kind of worship going on in our heart. We don't have the right revelation of who God is in our hearts. And that is why we end up worshipping or we end up trusting in and we end up depending on people more than depending on God himself. And it goes on to say how the angel corrected him. He says, immediately he replied and he said, No, don't worship me. I am just a servant of God. Do you remember how John introduced himself in 
Revelation chapter 1, he said, I am a servant of God. I am a born servant of Christ. I am a slave to God, right? Now here, the angel says the same thing about himself. And he says, wait a minute, I'm also a servant here. I'm just an ordinary person. Don't uh, give me uh, the value that you should be giving only and only to God. Then he says, just like you, I am a servant. Just like your brothers, I'm a servant. Just like the prophets, I am a servant. Uh, Not only uh, like your brothers or the prophets, but just like all who obey what is written in this book, uh, I am also a servant. See, this is the definition of a servant. A servant is the one who is positioned to obey. A servant is the one whose posture is uh, that he is always ready to receive an instruction from his master. That is a servant. So if if we need to grow grow in obedience in our relationship with God, we have to have the posture of serving. We have to become like a servant when we enter into his presence. You know, um, we understand that our identity is that we are sons. Our identity is that we are children of God. And yet our posture should be such that we say, uh, God, we are servants. You command, you speak a word and we would run with it. We would uh, pray with it and we would, we would fight to do it, accomplish it and obey each and everything that you have spoken over our lives. That is how a servant thinks. And he says, I am a servant of God. Just like you are a servant of God, John, and just like your brothers, uh, you know, James and the rest of the guys, just like all the other apostles, I am also a servant of God. And then he says, uh, you know, just like the prophets and all those who call upon the name of the Lord, all those who obey the words that Jesus says, I am also like all of them and I am a servant. So do not worship me, you know, and In this season, I pray that whenever you are encountered by a place, by a person who wants to worship you, who wants to give you credit for something that you have not done, something that you have not worked hard for, you would learn how to withdraw yourself from that situation. Don't accept a worship that has to go to God. Don't accept an exclusivity. Nobody can... Uh, you know, make you their ultimate source and, you know, don't don't keep giving prophecies to people who will now begin to depend on you for everything. If you see that somebody is making you their crutch, you need to learn how to withdraw and withdraw ferociously because without their knowledge, they may be ending up worshipping you. They may be ending up making you their God. And the Bible says in this scripture, the angel says, I am just a servant. You can worship only God. And that is who you should lay yourself down for. That is who you should be prostrate before. That is who you should kneel down before. Worship only God. That is is, uh, the encouragement that you see from this angel. And the Bible says in verse 10, After this, it says, then he instructed me. So now that the angel finished giving all the revelation, all the visions, all the instructions, after all of that is over, he says, 
do not seal up the prophetic words in this book for the time is near see when we read uh, the prophecy of daniel you would see that uh, the angel would say seal up the prophetic words of this book because uh, it is not for now it is for the end time but when john is writing a book similar to that the angel says no don't 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 seal this up uh, like daniel did you need to become a a voice that will carry this message everywhere you go you need to spread this message everywhere you go you need to represent this message you need to re-preach this message in every nook and corner of the world uh, so i i believe that this is also a mandate for each and every one of us that are receiving from our father week after week that not only will we just just thank him and be blessed by it and and hit a share like subscribe button but but that we will go an extra mile to uh, represent that word to somebody else we will explain that teaching to somebody else we will be the voice that is going to echo the voice of our father in our city in our generation we cannot seal up the prophetic teachings that is coming to us week after week we cannot say okay it is only for the revived nations people or it is only for those that um you know understand our language and those that talk like us and those that walk like us no in this season because the time is near because the time is less because the time is at hand we need to become extremely um extroverted in our preaching of this uh, gospel in our preaching of this prophetic scriptures to the people outside the church so you need to find ways in which you can translate what god is speaking now you don't have to use all the christian lingo but you need to learn how to translate what god is speaking in the church to people um that don't have a revelation of who god is that have not been to a church that are not you know born and brought up in a christian home you need to know how to translate it to their language so that they can be drawn into the grace that you've been enjoying and uh, you've been blessed by and so this is an instruction to john and of of course it is an instruction to each and every one of us many of us we have been studying the book of revelation in this season so every revelation you get out of this book the bible says do not seal it up do not keep it hidden instead uh, just talk about it just share it with people all around you because the time is so near now we read verse 11 this is very confusing and i hope that we will receive a revelation about this scripture it says let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm let the one who is vile continue to be vile let the one who is righteous continue to live righteously and let the one who is holy continue to be holy now when we read this scripture we would think that wait doesn't god want everybody to repent doesn't god want everybody to change and receive uh, his righteousness his uh, purity his holiness in their life then why is it that god says that um let him uh, who wants to do harm let them continue to do harm let them continue to be vile 
let them continue in their lifestyle why is god saying that in this place at this point after writing this entire book of revelation why is god saying okay just go ahead and do whatever you want to do uh, see you should understand that throughout the book of revelation you would see so many warnings that are given in chapter 2 and chapter 3 we will see the warnings that are written and given to the church um then we would see the warnings for the jewish nation we would see warnings for the world at large we would see warnings about the mark of the beast and in the worship of the beast and and so many other things we we would see warnings that are given and if we have not been Uh, submitting to those those warnings and we 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 want to continue to live however we want to live then the lord says okay if you don't want to change if you don't uh, have a heart for growing up if you don't have a heart uh, to repent uh, after hearing all of this after hearing about the judgments after hearing about the antichrist after hearing about the 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 church and how the church will be protected and how the church will spread and how there will be a revival all over the world and how uh, the two witnesses will come priest after all of this if you still don't want to change then go on and do whatever you want to do you know our father touched on this uh, from the book of romans chapter 1 last week he said how god had just given them up you know there were some people that god said okay i'll just give them up because they want to do this and they are so intentional and persistent to be vile they just they just want to dishonor their bodies they just want to dishonor the church they just want to uh, rebel so god would say okay if that is what you truly want to do then go ahead and just do that you know it's a very dangerous place for us to reach where at the end of the study of scripture you know it doesn't you would never find anything like this throughout scripture where god is saying okay if you are while continue to be while you know from genesis chapter 1 till here god is trying to draw the person draw your heart after him and and after giving you all the warnings all the revelations of his love grace mercy to you if you still want to continue how you live and god says okay then i will pull back then if you want to continue to do harm be my guest i'll give you all the resources required go and continue to be harm continue to do harm continue to be harmful continue to live in while uh, nature and uh, you know sometimes we can even uh, stand up and give testimony about how god is uh, giving us the job that is uh, you know blessing us and how god is giving us the healing and how prayers are being answered and all of that and not remembering the fact that wait a minute all of these things that i'm getting from god is actually helping me to go away from god you know sometimes the job that god blesses us with uh, now is the reason why we are not able to attend church on sundays or we are not reading the word or we are not um you know uh, intentional about pursuing pursuing god now the same people that god has blessed us with now are the reason why we we don't have that initial love that we had for god and so god says hey Uh, if you want to live like this 
if this is your lifestyle if this is truly what you want then i will give you the resources to go ahead and do that so don't ever think that just because you got a job that god is approving of the wild things that you do that just because you got a promotion that god is approving of the uh, the harm that you're doing to the people around you no 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 god is coming to a place where god says okay there's no point in disciplining him uh, a father will discipline only those sons that he knows that there is some point in disciplining them my hope my prayer my earnest cry for each and every one of us is that none of us will reach a place where god would say there is no point in disciplining this kid let him do whatever he wants that we will never reach a place where god will want to give up on us you know and i think that that calls us in fact that invites us to a place of deep repentance you know i i don't want to go further i i think i should stop here uh, because the lord wants us to learn a lifestyle of obedience the lord wants us to learn to obey the prophecy that has been given to us i know that we didn't touch any of the fancy topics of the book of revelation today we didn't go into all the symbols and the signs and try to interpret any of them we didn't do all of that today but god is giving us one key one principle that in this season god wants us to grow in obedience grow in obedience grow in obedience to everything written in scripture grow in obedience to our man and woman of god grow in obedience to the gentle nudges and the whispers of the holy spirit and that obedience will now become the foundation you know the story of how jesus uh, mentioned uh, how a wise man and a foolish man they built uh, their homes and the bible says the wise man's home was built on the rock the foolish man's home was built on the sand and when the wind and the rain came the one that was built on the rock that stood the test of time that stood the test of the weather that stood the test of all the challenging circumstances around that house and jesus goes on to say and and explains what is that rock you know we may think oh i have jesus so he is my rock no he goes on to say that those who not only listen to my teaching but also obey them they they are the ones that built their house on the rock but the guys the foolish guys the bible says in matthew 7 it says they are the ones that hear my words but they do not obey them they do not listen they do not submit to them and uh, they end up building their house on the sand so because there is no obedience because there is no strong foundation because there is no rootedness because there is no anchor when the wind and the waves come you will be swept away with those waves uh, my desire is that you and i we will not be caught up in the wind and the waves we will be rooted christians we will be obedient christians and as we grow in obedience we will be like the bond servants that john was the bond servant the slave that john was that we will position ourselves like that and say lord just just give me a sign and i will jump to it i'm not going to wait for the next 10 15 20 years 
hoping that I will keep getting confirmations after confirmations. No, just give me a tiny sign and I will jump into obeying you. I will jump into taking that risk and sowing that seed or preaching that word or uh, you know sharing that gospel or praying for that person. Whatever risk you want me to take, I will do it in obedience to your voice in my life. Can you can you pray that kind of prayer? Can you surrender to that extent? Come on, family, let's pray together. Wherever you are, let's pray. And let's ask God to give us the grace in this season to obey Him. In this season to be submitted to Him. More than all the fancy things that we, we think we can do for God. God values our obedience. Jesus said, Many will come to me in the last days that say, I, I healed the sick, I raised the dead, I, I prophesied, I did all this in your name. And Jesus will look at them and say, I don't even know you. For not everybody that calls me Lord, Lord, but those who do the will of my Father in heaven, they are the ones that will enter into the kingdom of God. So God is looking for an obedient generation. Will we be part of that generation? Will we be part of that church? Will we be part of that community that is obedient? Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful time of studying the word. We know, Lord, that you always have your own sweet way of correcting us, helping us, providing for us and pushing us into doing the right thing, into saying the right thing, into becoming the right person. And today, you are calling us into a lifestyle of obedience. And uh, we, just, we just submit to this word, God. We pray that each and every one of us, we will have the, uh, the posture of being a born servant. Even though we know that our stature is that of a son, we will have the posture of being a born servant. We will have the posture, uh, the, the submission, the willingness to serve like that of a bond servant lord that we will be waiting for a command from your heart every day we will, every time we listen to our father on the live stream we will be waiting to get an instruction that we will not just be listeners of the word we will not just be hearers of the word but we will be doers of the word of god Daddy, we pray that you would equip us with the grace and the strength required to live a life of obedience. I release that grace upon everybody that is praying along with me right now. That things that uh, are like tough, things that uh, don't uh, come easy with the little strength that they have, that there will be a divine grace for obedience that will come upon them, Lord. That today you will help us to obey in a radical way. Uh, that in a, in, a, in a very powerful way, in a way that the world around us can see us, see that obedience. Give us the grace to take that radical step of faith and obey every word that you have spoken to us. We bless your dear children with that supernatural ability and grace uh, for the week ahead. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I pray that we will uh, take the second half of uh, verse 11. The first half says, Let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm. Let the one who is wild continue to be wild. But 
let the one who is righteous continue to live righteously let the one who is holy continue to live holy so today the lord is saying hey i'm glad that you're walking righteously i'm glad that you're walking in obedience i'm glad that you're walking in purity and holiness may that continue to grow in your life till that becomes your lifestyle till that becomes part and parcel of everything that you would do all through your life that the one that is righteous let them continue to be righteous let the one that is holy let him continue to be holy wow that is such a beautiful point at which we can finish tonight uh, thank you for tuning in let us know what the lord spoke to you uh, it is time for us to go back into worship to go back into giving praise to god go back into honoring him uh, so so prepare our hearts and let's give to the lord together and uh, uh, remember that sunday is going to be special so come prepared bring a friend along if you can uh, invite them to your home for a meal to watch along with you and 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 to have a meal together and and do something to spread the word uh, about this weekend service so that it'll not just be you and your family that'll be blessed but because of your family an entire community can receive the word and the voice of god remember the word do not seal up the prophetic words right that is what god has said so this week we have to become intentional become radical to spread the prophetic words that is coming to us week after week after week that's all from us thank you so much for being here